Shalom Ubracha, we are up to Mayed Koton Daf Chof. Today's Daf talks about whether we count Yomtiv, the days of Yomtiv, as days of Shloshim, as days of Shiva. We identify the Makar, the source of the seven days of Shiva. Then we discuss the concept of Eshmua Rechaika, and the halachas pertaining to someone who finds out that he's supposed to be in Avelis after 30 days after the Petira. And we also have a discussion about vicarious Avelis, whether someone should sit Avelis for his in-laws with his spouse. But we, we begin with a conversation. Abai turns to Rav and he says, let me ask you a question. If someone is buried on Cholamoid, does do the preceding, the, the following days of Yom Tif come out of the Cheshben of the 30 days? Are they included in the Shloshim? What about seven days? Are they included in the Shiva? Well, Shiva... The halachas of Shiva don't apply on Yom Tif. So, since you're not acting like you're in Shiva in any way, shape, or form, that's not going to be counted as, as Shiva. But Shloshim, the halachas of Shloshim, can be 100% fulfilled on Cholamayid. So, maybe those should be counted as days of the Shloshim and be subtracted from the count. And uh, Rav answers Abaye, he says, no, the days of Yom Tif do not count as part of the Shiva. So the Gemara tries to bring Uriah that they do count as part of the Shiva and it brings a Tosefta that tells us a number of halachas. Starting with, if someone buries his mace two days before Yom Tiv, then after Yom Tiv he counts another five days to complete the Shiva. The Yom Tiv doesn't cut off his Shiva if he only has two days before. Plus he's allowed to have his Malacha Don, his servants, um, but they're supposed to do it the Tzina, even in his house. However, after Yom Tif, people don't come to be Menachem Aval anymore because they are, they're able to be Menachem Aval on Yom Tif itself, even though he's not fulfilling all the halachas of a shiva. That the Sept also brings down a klal that anything that this Avil is doing because of Avelos, that he's going to pick up after Yom Tif. But anything that is for Iske Rabim, meaning that people are going to come and to be Menachem Aval, that you're not going to continue after Yom Tif, that you could continue. That you can do throughout Yom Tif. The Tosefta goes on and says that if the mace was buried on Yom Tif, but in the last three days of Yom Tif, then he starts counting his shiva, starting from after Yom Tif. Now, if the, the rabbim came to be uh, Menachem Avil for the last three days of Yom Tif, then they have four more days of Nicham Avelim after Yom Tif, but not a, a full seven days after. But this Tosefta ends by saying that Yom Tif counts as part of the Cheshben. This sounds like that Yom Tif counts as part of the Cheshben of the Shiva. But the Gemara says, no, when that Tisefta says that Yom Tif counts, it means that it counts as part of the Shloishim. It's going back in the Reisha. The bottom line is that Yom Tif does not count for Shiva, only for Shloishim. Next Gemara is Akasha. We learned that the Regal, Yom Tif counts as part of the Shloishim. For example... If the mace was buried at the beginning of Yom Tif, so the Shiva begins when Yom Tif is over, seven days after Yom Tif. Now over here, we're only talking about Shiva. We're not talking about Shleishim at all. And it says, Beregel Oilaloi, which means that Yom Tif does count as part of the Shiva, not the Shleishim. This is Taga Tiyuvta on Rava, who said that Shiva is, does not count. Yom Tif doesn't count for Shiva. 
when Robin came from Eretz Yisrael, he told, he said that Rabbi Yechonon Paskins, that even if the Mesa's Koiver on was buried on Yom Tiv, the days of Yom Tiv count as part of the Shiva. And this is how Eliezer Paskin as well. Next, the Gemara learns that as long as the Ovil performed some sort of a Avelos practice, like flipping over the beds, for three days before Yom Tif, his Avelos is over and he doesn't need to continue after Yom Tif. That's Kafi Reveliezer. The Chachamim say even if he did some Avelos for uh, an hour or even a moment, even one day before Yom Tif, that shuts off the Avelos. He doesn't need to pick it up after Yom Tif. Reveliezer Shimon says that this is actually Machlekes B'Shamim B'Shelo. B'Shamim says you need three days of Avelos before Yom Tif can terminate it. And B'Shelo says even one day of Avelis is enough to have the Yom Tev cut it off. Next, Rav Hunam Rav Bar Abba tells us B'Shem Rav Yechanan that this is how Rav Yechanan Paskin, even one day, even one moment of Avelis, one shah of Avelis, it's an hour, a moment, whatever, whatever, however long that is, is enough before Yom Tif to count as a full Avelis. Rav Paskin's like, like our Tana that says they need three days. Ravina brought another ayah that's actually one shah. That's enough. And that's how we pass it nowadays. Rav Chiyabar Abba and Rabbi Ami and Rabbi Yitzchak, they're going uh, for a walk. And uh, they asked, how do we know that there are seven days to Avelas? So the first answer given was from a Pasuk, Vihafachti Chagechem Laavel. The Pasuk says that Hashem flipped. Yom Tif and Tavelis, just like Yom Tif is seven days, so Tavelis is seven days. Drag the Gemara away, hang on. There's a Yom Tif that's one day. Shvuas and Eretz Yisrael is a one day Yom Tif at its core. So maybe Avelis should be one day. The Gemara says, yeah, that's, there is an, an aspect of a one day Avelis too. According to Eshlakish, if someone has a Shmua Rechoiko, which means he only finds out that he lost a Karav 30 days after the Patira, he only sits Shiva for one day. So that's the Chag of Kenegah, the Chag of Shuas. Now the Gemara discusses a little more about Shmur Rechaika. And it brings down that a Shmur Rechaika is supposed to sit for uh, a Shiva and a Shleishim. For a Shmur Kreva, rather. But a Shmur Rechaika, that's only one day. What is considered Kreva? What is considered a Rechaika? What, what qualifies hearing it late? So Kreva is when you hear about it within 30 days, and Rechaika is when you hear about it after 30 days, according to Rabbi Akiva. The Chachamim say that both Ishmur Kreva and Ishmur Rechaika are Noeg uh, Shiva and Shleishim. But the Gemara says, even though the Chachamim are the Rabbim, and Rabbi Akiva is the Yochid, and normally we pass them like the Rabbim, but since Rabbi Akiva is the Mekel opinion, Shmuel tells us that we go according to the Mekel when it comes to Avelis. So we'll even be going with the Yachid like Rabbi Akiva to hold only one day of Avelis by a Shmuel Rechoika. The Gemara brings down some stories about Rabbi Hanina, Rabbi Nassim Barami, who held one day of Avelis when they, had, when they got a Shmuel Rechoika. The Gemara Asakashi says, we actually have a, a Mimer that tells us that Shmuel Rechoika only keeps one day when it's not a father and mother. But when a person finds out that he lost a father or mother, chas after 30 days, he still keeps shiva and a shleishim. 
So the Gemara says, yes, that is the opinion of the Chachamim, but we don't pass him like that. We had a story with uh, Rabbi Tzadok in Ginzak. He found out that he had lost his father three years prior to finding out about it. And he asked Elisha ben Avua and the Zakanim. They told him to keep Shiva and Shloshim. But that's not the, uh, the public uh, common psak. That was Elisha ben Avua's psak. We don't pass him like that. The Gemara says that when Rabbi Achia lost his son, he kept, kept a Shiva and a Shloshim. Not one day. The Gemara says, is that true? Really? He kept a full Shiva and Shloshim? We know from the Gemara Psachim that Rav Bar Achva, Rav was the nephew of Rabbi Chia, twice over. There were step-siblings that got married. And when he came home, when he heard word from home, he asked, is, uh, is my father alive? So they said, hey, well, why are you only asking about your father? What about, why don't you ask about your mother? So he said, oh, okay, is my mother alive? And the response was, well, why are you asking about your father? And he didn't, he wasn't told straight out that his father and mother passed away, but he realized from the evasion of conversation that he had lost both his parents. So he immediately told his shamish uh, to take off his shoes, and following that portrayal of Avelas, he went to the Beis HaMerchatz. We learned three halachas from the story. Number one, that an Avelas is not allowed to wear shoes. There's the Isra of Ni'ilas HaSandal. Secondly, that a Shmua Rechoika, since he found out after 30 days, you only keep one day of Avelos. And third, that even just that moment of Avelos, that, that Mikzah Sayoim, counted as if it was the whole day Mikzah Sayoim Kekulai, and then following that, he was allowed to go take a bath. But we see from here, the Rabbi Achio didn't keep Shiva and Shloishim, he kept only one day. We have we had the story documented. The Gemara says that there are two separate people, two different stories. There's Rav Chiyo and Rav Achio. So now the Gemara uh, asks an interesting question. What happens if he finds out within 30 days that he's supposed to be a novel, but it's Yom Tif. So he's not doing any Avelos until after Yom Tif. And after Yom Tif is going to be already 30 days after the Kvura. So the Gemara says... Yoisi bar Ovin Paskins that these days of Yom Tov count as part of the 30 days and therefore when he starts his Avelos Matzah Yom Tov it's only going to be a one day Avelos like Shmuel Rechaika even though he didn't know about it before 30 days he didn't do, it, didn't do any Avelos in those 30 days maybe the, the Tfilah Sadaf today could be that we should all be Zeichet to a healthy Avelos people who aren't Zeichet to do a Falavelas, it could be very hard to recover from that loss. But there's some Avelases, you know, when the, the mace was 119 and lived a fruitful life, and that's uh, as good as Avelas can get. Next, we have a Braiser Ada from Kisri, was learning by Rabbi Yechon, and he says that if someone hears that he's in Avelas on Shabbos, and Matzah Shabbos is already going to be post 30 days, it's going to be a Shmur uh, Rechaika since he's only going to start his Avelas after 30 days. Frag the Gemara, someone who is sitting for a Shmur Rechoiko, so he's keeping one day, does he tear Kriya or not? Ravmani Omar, Ravmani says that he does not tear Kriya, Ravchanina says he does. So there's a Machlaikas, whether a Shmua Rechoiko tears Kriya. Now Ravmani who says that we don't tear Kriya, he says it makes sense not to tear Kriya because there's no Avelos, but for you, 
Why are you tearing Korea if there's no Shiva? Since when do we have a case where someone would tear Korea without sitting Shiva? Seven days of Avelis. The Gemara says, actually, we do have a case where someone would tear Korea. We had a story. Reb Zera's father, brother, asked Reb Zera if someone doesn't have a coat to rip during Shiva, but he only gets this coat after Shiva. Should he still tear it? Should he still tear it? It's after Shiva. Reb Zera said that he should on his father and mother. You see that there is an engine of tearing Korea without Shiva. The Gemara says that's not really Korea. That's a din in Karvud for Avvaim. Next, the Gemara lists the seven Kuroivim. There is a wife, father, mother, brother, sister, son, and daughter. These are the seven that a Koyan is allowed to be metamatu. There are additions by Avelas beyond those seven of a brother and sister from his mother or a married sister from a father or mother. Rabbi Akiva adds a grandfather or grandson and Rabbi Shimon Menelazar says it's only a son's son or a father's father. The Chachamim say that anyone who one has a chiv to be mis'avel on, he should be mis'avel with them. That sounds the same as the Tanakhama's psak. The difference is whether a husband should be mis'avel with his wife who is being mis'avel on her parents or sister or brother only when they're in the house or even when they're not there with him. Right? This sympathetic avelos would only apply when she's there. When the person who is in the first-hand avelos is actually present. Marikva wanted to uh, sit Shiva and Shloshim for his brother-in-law. So Rav Huna says, what? Are, are, you, are you like that interested in sitting Shiva? The only Shiva that you have to do for, with your wife is for her parents, for your in-laws. We have a Raisa that says as such. The Raisa tells us that a wife is Miss Abel with his with her husband's with her husband's loss of parents, and a husband is Miss Abel when his wife loses her parents. The Gemara brings a theory that says we also have a Raisa that tells us that that he does not need to sit Avelos when she is in Avelos, and the Gemara says that that depends on what she's in Avelos for. When she's in Avelos for her parents, his in-laws, then he is in Avelos, but not for any of the other craven. We have a Bryce that tells us also it's only for in-laws. Nowadays, since the whole concept of sitting Shiva for a spouse is l'chavoyed, the spouse, we are knowing nowadays that every spouse is moichel on that covered, and that's why we're not knowing like this today. We shall only know simchiz. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for learning with me.